Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of Rooted with Yams. Thank you guys for joining me yet again for another episode of this amazing podcast where we gather around and we talk about all things womanhood and sisterhood. And you know, we have conversations that challenge us to be the woman of our dreams right now in the present. You know, it's been a minute since I talked to you guys and things have really escalated, okay? Like the environment is wild okay the last time I talked to y'all I was really calm cool collected and now it's like the world is in shambles do you hear me it is it is ghetto out there it is not cute and it's it's really caused a state of panic of paranoia of anxiety of stress and all the things that are just bad for our body and for our spirit. So I thought it would be special or just kind of fun. And you know what? To be honest, I really don't have anything better to do. So I was like, hey, let's do this. Um, I'm going to have an episode a day for the week. Starting today, it's Monday. And they're going to be live, just raw, uncut kind of thing. And we're just going to have an episode of a day, a relaxed low, like low stress, low intensity kind of episode every single day for this week of quarantine. Okay. So today is Monday and it's super late at night because I've been driving all day, running errands and all that good stuff before, you know, the world comes to an end. (laughs) But this is the first one. I hope you guys get it on Monday. Hopefully I can gather my thoughts and execute this on the first try. It's 9.20 p.m. Let's see how this goes. Let's jump right in to our Rooted conversation. Okay, so for this week's Rooted conversation as part one of the, let's call it five days of quarantine. Yeah, five days. I want to do six days, but no promises. But so we're just going to call it five days for quarantine. And if I do more, it'll just be like bonus. But anyways, um, for this part one for the five days of quarantine, I wanted to just have a little story time for a rooted conversation. I love story times on like YouTube and other people's podcasts. So I just want to have a little story time that I felt was very fitting to the coronavirus pandemic that's going on. Okay. Cause who doesn't want a little quarantine story time? You know, you're already in the bed, you're already in the covers, you're already, you know, working from home, having extended spring breaks and all that good stuff. So might as well just snuggle up and have a little quarantine story time. Or if, if it's pronounced quarantine, quarantine, quarantine story time. Wouldn't that be cute? But I don't think that's how it's pronounced. So anyways, let me just keep going. But before we get started, before I jump into my story, I just want to have, I just want to say three quick things. Three quick things. I just want to get it off my chest. And I think I'll start every episode with these three things, just little friendly reminders. And I might end end the episode with these three friendly reminders as well. In the midst of all this, I want us to keep in mind these three things. Number one, wash your hands. Wash your hands. Number two, trust God. And really that is number one above all else, trust God. But for the sake of, I already said number one. Number two, trust God. And number three, distance yourself. If not for you, for the sake of others, I beg, oh, just 
keep quiet. Stay inside your house. It's not by force. You don't have to go by force, okay? Okay. So those three things, keep in mind as you listen to this episode, as you listen to every episode that will drop this week, and as you go about your life. These are great tips for your long, long life that you will live in Jesus' name. Wash your hands, trust God, and some distance is always good. Simple, simple three things. Anyways, all right, let's jump into my story time for this rooted conversation. So I want to tell you guys a story that happened to me um, back in... How do they say? How did we used to say at AM when we were talking about back in the day? I used to be a peer recruiter. This is a side note at, for Texas AM University. Whoop. And um, whenever I would give campus tours, or when we as peer recruiters would give tours or like have workshops and events for our guests, there was something we used to say when we couldn't remember the specific year that, you know, some landmark or something monumental happened on campus. And I forgot what we would say, and I really want to say it right now because it would be so fitting because the story actually takes place at good old Aggieland, but I can't think of it. So any of my former co-workers or bosses that remember what we used to say, please let me know. Um, anyways, okay, so back in the day when I was uh, a young a young, bold, courageous, beautiful, thriving student at the Texas A&M University, um, I had a very peculiar encounter. I will never forget this day. I will never forget the emotions I went through. I will never forget the look on her face and the look on the faces of my peers in that environment. I will never forget. It is engraved in my memory and very significant in my heart. This day and this moment that I'm about to share with you guys. I'm going to let you in to this very critical, pivotal, monumental story time. Back in the day, around 2.45 in the afternoon, I was taking a late lunch break slash study break because, you know, as a student, you have to do both at the same time in a good, old, cold, yet bright at the same time library on the west side of campus. We called it the West Campus Library. I am sure there was another name for it, but I really don't remember right now. It was right adjacent to the business school called Maze. And in there, I spent time studying and having lunch when I didn't want to be around the crazy pre-med students. I had a lot of great sacred moments at West Campus Library. That place was almost a sanctuary to me. It was away from the biology students, the chemist. I spent quality time with the white businessmen, 
the country agriculture students as I was one myself. It was beautiful. I loved it. I felt like I was in a whole new world. It was great. But there was one thing that always struck me as I spent time at West Campus Library. And that was the demographic of the bathroom. And at the time, I said something on Twitter when I was active on Twitter in response to this story time that I'm sharing with you guys, and it didn't go over so well. Some people were offended. Some people saw it as a bit racist, although how can I be? I don't know, but that is neither here or there. There's something peculiar about the restroom environment at West Campus Library. Not only in West Campus Library, but also just in the United States of America, something very peculiar about the restroom environment that I have noticed over the years. And this story time is a testament to that. So one day around 2.45 in the afternoon in the midst of my late lunch break, I, I had to go release contents from my body because I faithfully drank a water a water gallon a gallon of water every day I carried my gallon to class and all of that as if I was an athlete but I wasn't I just like to you know take preventative measures and be a healthy human being but anyways I went to east myself in the west campus library restroom and I washed I I mean you know I used the restroom And when I was done, I went out and I washed my hands. I'm sure I had headphones in because sometimes I just keep headphones in at all times. And one of my peers at this very large institution they call A&M, one of my peers left her stall after she eased herself and bypassed me. She walked perfectly parallel to the sinks that line the wall of the restroom, perfectly parallel in order to exit the adjacent door. And you know, I noticed something I've been noticing. She neglected to take a moment at the sinks that were so strategically placed right directly in front of the stall. She neglected to pause there for about 20 to 45 seconds to pump some soap, lather up, and rinse some warm water over her hand. She just neglected to do so. And in my disbelief, in my shock, I gasped. Now that I look back, I realize that I gasped quite loudly. And I believe it's because I have seen this trend so many times before and I've held in a gasp. You know, sometimes you can only hold in a gasp so much. Like if you hold in your, your, your sounds of disbelief over and over again, you will choke and die. So I think I was getting to that point that I've held in so many gasps that I had to release this one. So I gasped loudly And unfortunately, you know, I was probably stressed from exams, something that I wish I didn't say out loud, but, you know, I'm kind of ashamed of it as a Christian, as a 
as a believer, as someone who is 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 practicing self-control and and demonstrating the fruits of the spirit. I'm a little bit embarrassed that I let this come out of my mouth, but at the time I felt justified. I had to proclaim, y'all are so nasty. Ugh. Those are my words. Unfortunately, I cursed and I said it in utter disgust and dismay. And my fellow peer, my fellow Aggie, she heard me. She heard the gasp and she heard my exclamation. And you know what she did? She whipped around so quickly with such quickness. She whipped her blonde hair around her neck and looked me dead in the eye and said, what? And I stood there. (laughs) Mouth agape. I looked at her and I was like, oh. In my head, I realized All my thoughts came out of my mouth out loud. It wasn't quiet as I thought it was. It wasn't all in my head. This was real life. I had said that out loud to her. And I truly believed in my spirit that she was a disgusting pig. And she she felt that. She felt it in her spirit as well that I felt that way about her in that moment. So... To tell you and to really express the, the emotions that went through my mind and the way my stomach was turning. Because, y'all, I don't fight. I ain't never been one to fight. Never, ever, 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 ever <laughs> been one for confrontation. I was, I was going through emotions that I had not gone through before. I did not know what to do, to be honest. I'm not gangsta at all. I don't have a lick a fight in me. I don't have an ounce of confrontation in me. It's never been my spirit. So when I saw that this was her spirit, her energy was confrontation. I became a little bit meek, a little bit meek, just a tad bit. I kind of shrugged and in my mind, I was going through a lot of things, but I was able to cultivate a response in a in a very quick second probably three seconds maximum I said well (laughs) that's all I said I just said well and she's like do you have something to say and I said I mean it's just kind of funny how you didn't wash your hands and she rolled her eyes. She started to like get tense, come close to me. She she was, okay, before she left, she had opened the door. And then I said that. And then she let the door close in order to address me, right? So it's just us in the bathroom. I'm sure someone else was in the stall, but that it all became quite a blur to me <laughs> as I started to freak out. But nonetheless, she was getting quite buck, if you will. And I had no knuck. I was not ready for that. I was not ready at all, I must confess. So the story pretty much ended with me saying, I just think it's funny how you didn't wash your hands. It's kind of disgusting. We're in a public space. There's a lot of people here coming in and out. And it's just, it's pretty disgusting. 
I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say it out loud, but now that we're here, might as well just wash your hands. And you know what, y'all? Can I tell you something? Take a moment, actually. Take a moment. Do you think she washed her hands? Say yes if you think she washed her hands. Say nah if you don't think she washed her hands. I'll give you a moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Let me tell you what happened. If you're right, good for you. But it's a sad truth that if you're right, and I believe most of you will probably guess how she responded. And I think her response was mostly because of pride. I don't want to believe that her response was because she's actually a filthy animal. I do want to just say it's because of pride. Because when you are prideful and when you someone kind of puts you on the spot, it's kind of like your tendency just to rebel or be wrong. Like you want to stand firm in your wrongness. But she did not wash her hands, you guys. Even after all of that, she refused, refused, blatantly refused to wash her hands. She looked me up and down and she left. She left me standing there dry in the restroom. My hands clean and sanctified her own dirty, dirty, dirty. And she left. Probably went on to touch things in the library, check out books, touch her ID, pass her ID to the clerk, to the student worker. The poor student worker did not sign up for this, but nonetheless, she went out about her day. And I share this story with you guys to just let you know, I believe she is the cause I believe she is the culprit, the beginning, the birther, the mother of COVID-19. I do. I do believe it. I do. (laughs) (laughs) And I tell you guys this story because... I just said I would. I said on day one of the quarantine episodes, (laughs) I wanted to share this story with you guys because I feel like I almost got in a fight over someone not washing their hands. At my my big age, like in college, you guys, it's not like, like in middle school when girls would do body blows in the bathroom and all that stuff, all that, that violent error. This is as a grown ass woman. Well, clearly I wasn't behaving as a grown ass woman because I really should have kept my mouth shut and I can admit to that. But at the same time, she was not behaving as a grown ass woman either because I believe on this journey, as we are part of the Rooted with Yams family, we're all trying to be grown-ass women, the women of our dreams right now in the present. And that, my friend, is not how you tap into the maximum reach of your branches and establish who you are deeply rooted in the core, as we like to do on this podcast. So that, my friends, is my story time. I hope you enjoy it. I hope it brought some lightness in the midst of this frantic season. And again, I remind you all to wash your hands, trust God, and appreciate 
a little bit of distance. Okay. All right, let's jump right in to our reflection points. Okay, so for day one of the, what did I call it? Five days of quarantine. For day one of the five days of quarantine, I don't really have a reflection point because I think everyone has a lot to think about right now. People are kind of reflecting and deciding whether they should panic, whether they should stay calm, how serious this is for every individual in every household. So I understand you guys already have a lot to think about, you know, what to do with your extended spring break. If you should actually diligently work as you're working from home, I get it. So I'm going to leave you guys without a a actual reflection piece, but I just want to share something that I think has been really helpful to me during this time. Um, Extremely helpful, actually. And hopefully, you know, if you need something, if you need something to maybe help you cope or manage or minimize some stress, you might take take the route I'm taking. If if you know it fits your lifestyle, I understand it might not, and I'm not gonna like criticize you or judge you. But matter of fact, I don't even know you. I don't know who's listening, so I'm not. I can't. Anyways, I just want to share this thing that I felt is really helpful to me and my family. And that is just limiting your intake or your consumption of news and media. And I understand in the world we live in, like we need our updates. That's regardless of COVID-19, regardless of anything. We kind of just, we need to be well-informed citizens. So I understand that. But as an alternative, here's a here's a thought and a suggestion, something I, I've been doing. I limit myself to my local news, period. Like Channel 5 at 10, that's it. I limit myself to my local news. It tells me what's going to be open tomorrow, what's not going to be open. Can I still make my, like, go to the grocery store? Can I, can I go to the bank? You know, it just tells me what's going on enough for me to go about my day-to-day activities. Um, so that has really helped me keep my head straight and keep my, my mind at ease that, and of course, you know, utmost faith and prayer, but that's just a thought. We don't have to subject ourselves to every news outlet, to every reporter, to every large platform. Your local news is doing a great job getting you the pertinent information you need to make it through COVID-19. I promise. Anyways, that's our little reflection point for today. Let's jump right into this week's Gine Shine. Well, I can't even say this week's. Let's jump into today's Gine Shine. Ooh, I like that. Okay, so for today's Guy and Shine and for the week, I'm going to be highlighting a, I guess, a celebrity or like someone who you look to and you're like, ooh, goals. You know, a lot of times the people we look to and we say goals aren't people like are in our intimate circle. Everyone in my intimate personal circle is goals. I don't keep people in my circle who aren't goals, but I'm just saying like, you know, for the sake of the term and the way it's most frequently used, this week, every day of the week is going to be Guy and Shine Goals Edition. So hashtag goals or whatever, you know. And for today, um, 
I'm pretty much going to tell you a black woman who inspires me and I could put like hashtag goals for a specific category. Okay. So for today's goals edition, it's going to be uh, vulnerability goals. Okay. So this black woman I'm highlighting is vulnerability goals for me because it's very, very hard for me to be vulnerable, especially with uh, dudes men, whatever you want to call them. It's really, really challenging for me to get to that point with people. And I saw a lot of like my reservations that I typically have in this particular woman I'm going to shout out. And then her her ability to be vulnerable and tear down some walls and let a fine, fine, fine man in really just skyrocketed her life. Just pew, just shut up. And she just elevated so much. And I just was like, wow, see what vulnerability can do. Me, I'm here trying to be walled up and boxed in and closed out to these dudes. And this woman and her man are just shining, 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 making me look real raggedy and stupid. So Lauren Speed Hamilton, you are vulnerability goals, sis. Like you did that. You really, really did that. You made me cry during the whole, during the first episode, I was like, yo, I did not think Love is Blind was going to do this to me. But Lauren Speed, you did it. You did it. You and Cameron, y'all had me to tears. I was like, "Uh uh-uh, this is what intimacy looks like, eh? This is what I'm missing by being so guarded, being so emotionally closed off. This is what I'm missing, eh? Okay. 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 Lauren was talking about, I want to keep my own place. Like, she was really, like, you know, Miss Independent and not trying to have this man come in and just be a good person in her life. She was really walled up, and I saw, like, that could be destructive. So she really like, I was like, see, thank you, Lauren. I'm so glad she was able to, to take that leap of faith and really just had me looking like, yeah, I need to change my life. I need to change my life. I have seen what you have done for others and I'm ready. I'm ready. Like I'm really, really ready. So Lauren Speed, Lauren Speed Hamilton, Mrs. Hamilton, like you are vulnerability goals. And you are my guy shine. I know you will never listen to this, but I know people listening to this are clapping for you right now. We are so happy. We're happy for you by yourself. In fact, we've been happy for you since we first laid eyes on you. Like, sis, you, you, man, vulnerability goals for Rome. All right, you guys. That was our first episode for the quarantine. I need to really remember what I'm calling this. Five days of quarantine coming to you raw, uncut from your headphones, from your Bluetooth set, from your Alexa or Google device, and and hopefully not from your car because you have no business going anywhere, Abby. Okay, y'all. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. They're going to be raw, uncut. Like, I'm really not pausing. I'm going to try my best to keep the editing to a minimum and just have fun with this because I just want this to be fun, relaxing, enjoyable. I know a lot of people are at home and I want to give you guys something else to listen to other than koro koro. Okay, so (laughs) I hope this 
I, I know I'm not funny. Like, I really know I'm not funny. You don't have to tell me. I don't need anyone to tell me I'm not funny. I've never been a funny person in my life. But I just felt like I could try, try my best to just be lighthearted because I, that is something I know I am. I know I'm, I'm pretty lighthearted, pretty mellow in most situations. So if, if you're someone who is very receptive to energies and, um, you've been like off balance with your energy lately because of all this, I just hope to put out some lighthearted energy into your atmosphere and hope that if it's for you, you receive it um, because we could use a lot of more positive energy during this time. All right, y'all, let me get off because if I'm going to do this every day, I need to be very responsible with my time management and I don't want to take away time from you guys as well. So without further ado, make sure you share this episode, like it, rate it um, if you're on Apple Podcasts and leave your comments. And I'm not on social media right now. I don't know if I'm going to sneak back on to let you guys know that Um, I have this episode, but if y'all don't see me, please share it on your social platforms because I will not be doing my own marketing like I said in the last episode. So I hope you guys get this episode during this week of craziness. Um, Actually, the season of craziness has gone beyond a week already. And y'all have a blessed day, a blessed week. You know, stay calm. Don't forget Wash your hands, trust God, and a little distance is good. Bye-bye.